like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prudes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another BDSM United podcast in our Sednox uh, Sex Magic series. It's an intermediate series, and on our previous podcast, we talked about uh, awakening Kundalini energy. We mentioned um, the we mentioned that we it is something that you should be doing for a month. In this one, in this podcast, we're going to actually talk about uh, some of the visualization of actually doing the Kundalini Awakening Meditation. The spine is uh, the center of the magician's body. It's a miniature of the center of the world and the axis around which your energy and consciousness can both focus and be transformed. There are two different sensations in kundalini yoga. There is a sensation of heat or fire and a sensation of cold or water. Um, in kundalini yoga, in kundalini meditation, these two sides have to be somewhat balanced. Uh, Generally, it's often slightly easier to awaken the fire aspect of the stream, but it's important that the magician also strives to channel the energy through cold. Different breathing techniques, visualization of fire and sunshine or water in moonlight, and a focusing on the right or the left side of the body can be of assistance to balance this kundalini force. To awaken the kundalini, the magician needs to find a balance between the two poles. The vital energy that arises towards the brain, causing a heightening of consciousness. The two poles grow into each other constantly and are not static, but they're dynamic and variable. That's the key to kundalini, that kundalini is a lot of action, a lot of breathing a lot of movement. In Tantra, the different chakras are associated with certain symbols and their activation is connected with levels of consciousness. Here, we're going to have describe um, how the different chakras can be visualized and something about their symbolism but I'm not going to give a detailed explanation of the chakras because we've done that in a previous podcast in kundalini meditation the magician meditates on the chakra of the root, the root chakra, and visualizes the red lotus blossoming. 
This releases a volcanic force which rises upward. The mantra for this um, for this chakra is Lum and is chanted. Next, the magician visualizes how the orange lotus blossom for the opens and uh, blossoms and your force flows through it upward. The mantra for this um, chakra located slightly below the navel is Vam and it is chanted. So Lam, then Vam, as a, as a force of energy flows upward. Next, the magician visualizes the fire of the lotus beams in red and allows the energy to arise up to the next level through the chakra located around the solar plexus. The mantra for this is Ram and it is chanted. The magician further visualizes how the lotus opens and beams in green and how the force is ch channeled even upward more into the uh, up through the heart chakra. The mantra Yam is chanted. Next, the during meditation, the magician visualizes the opening lotus and how it shines in a deep sapphire blue light through the chakra located at the throat and neck. The mantra hum is chanted. The magician then visualizes a dark purple lotus opening and how the consciousness and all mental processes change. The magician enters an eternal here and now in which time and space ceases and all limits are erased. Everything blows in a mystical light. At the, uh, at the chakra placed between the eyebrows. This is uh, sometimes called the third eye. The mantra Om is chanted. At the top of the head, it's not really a chakra, but rather an opening which is the end result of the awakenings of the other chakras. It's the center of the lotus. There is a crescent moon encircling a triangle. Here is where unity between the representations of Shiva and Shakti, energy and consciousness take place. When, when Kundalini force reaches this level, total bliss or one with God is described liberation in a melting together with the absolute is achieved this is the goal of all uh magicians that only that deal with more of a right hand path but with a left hand path magician you can find a gate to states which are even higher and deeper an advanced magician in on the left hand path would reach beyond god at this point To some, there is a black chakra beyond this point. 
Additionally, there are also three secret chakra chakras behind the third eye. There were also certain lesser chakras in the body that we didn't mention. <clears throat> three dark and possibly dangerous chakras um, can be explored by very skilled magicians. Um, a detailed description of these additional chakras will be uh, accessible at a different time. Oftentimes, they're reserved for people at higher levels of initiation. So, as we said last uh, in the last episode, this um, uh, this process can uh, also work with astral travel and astral projection. Let's talk for a moment about a deeper level, the worlds of dreaming. It's important to be able to control one's dreams since this in the long run can present one with very valuable and interesting magical experiences. The world of dreams can become a never-ending source of new information and can also decrease barriers to prevent one from leaving the body and entering the astral world. One method is to find gates in dreams. They can appear in almost any form, and one will learn to find the gates that suit them best. One could, for example, use a mirror, a window, or water as a gate. Also, doors or natural openings have frequently been used, often opening into an unknown darkness. One enters into this darkness and will enter a classical astral tunnel, something which many people have experienced. These methods might, of course, appear spontaneously in dreams, but by learning to control your dreams, one can create an easier way to access them. When one has managed to find or managed to work through your barriers and become more frequent astral traveler, you'll find it easier to use the classical methods of visualization by visualizing the body from a normal awake state of mind. We'll talk a little bit more in depth about dreams in our next podcast. I'm Prime Piggy. Thank you for joining me for this BDSM United podcast in our sex magic series. A more initiatory look at sex magic and becoming more adept as a magician, which also leads to a certain self-mastery, uh, which is important and essential in BDSM. Uh, you can find all of our resources at www.bdsmunited.com. It was a joy speaking with you today, bringing this series to you, and I'll talk with you again soon.